Fit Nation. It's Fit Nation. Awesome. Pride is what you had, baby girl. I'm what you have. You've been needing me 
easy. Don't make decisions when you're mad. The path you chose to run alone. I know you're independent. You can make it on your own. Here with me, you had a home. But time is of the essence. Why stay Misfit Nation. If you're a veteran and you're struggling or feel like you're leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you'll be a burden to someone or feel embarrassed from your inner circle that they might find out what's going on in your head, call the anonymous hotline at 1-800-273-8255 and press option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps to include the Military Broadcast Radio app and check out our family of shows there. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. That's the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell. This will keep you up to date on our latest episodes, news, and of course, stories of our great guests. Speaking of which, our next guest is the founder of NFA, No Fucking Around Money. She helps coaches and online entrepreneurs experience money-making breakthroughs using her proprietary NFA moneymaker. Methods, higher profits are guaranteed. After going from food stamps to building a six-figure business fast, she's been driven to teach business builders strategies to make more money doing exactly what they love to do. So without further ado, let's welcome Dr. Amanda Barrientes to the Misfit Nation. Welcome, Amanda. Woohoo! Psyched to be here, Rich. Good well, to, thanks for having me on. Glad we were able to connect and uh, find flexibility through our schedules. Yes. <laughs> so, Dr. Amanda, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your backstory, uh, how, we, how you got started, or as far back as you want to go, to where we are today. Yeah, you know, I love entrepreneurial stories because it seems that there's always like this, you know, twist and turn path where people have these downfalls. And that was definitely me. I really started, if I can go back to kind of the originating moment of what I didn't know was going to happen from this downfall was that I was laying on the floor crying one night and I had left my 15 year marriage, having an affair. My next relationship wasn't working. So here I'm on the floor and my boyfriend was moving out. The basement's empty. I had spent the whole day on Craigslist looking for houses that I couldn't afford. I lived in a really expensive area at the time and I had three kids and I was in grad school and I was like, oh crap, this is terrifying. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't have enough money. My counselor had already urged me to go on food stamps. So I'm on food stamps and I'm, you know, I was working a lot already as a grad student with three kids. And so I was just feeling pretty hopeless and stuck. And I had this revelation. I like, I was crying and I sat up and I was like, I'm the center of my problems. Like this is a pattern, like, you know, broken relationship, broken relationship. Now I'm in the stuck position and this really sucks. I got to do whatever it takes to do something different because I'm tired of this reality. And it led me to listening to podcasts. And so, you know, I was really busy. So I was like listening on the go all the time while I was doing the dishes and driving my kids to school and walking between classes, I would listen to podcasts and they started to really change the way I was thinking. And then it was cool because I thought, you know, all of these 
podcasts I'm listening to are done by coaches or coach type people. And I thought, you know, what if I became a coach? Because at the same time that all this was going down, my university had this national news fallout where professors were leaving our department and everyone was super stressed. And I was like, I don't want to be a professor anymore, but I love teaching. And so I decided I'm just going to take a leap. I'm going to try to see what happens. I'm going to try to build a business and let's see where it goes. And in that first year of business, I went to six figures. And so it's been this amazing journey of going from food stamps to building a six figure really fast and realizing that people have a lot of money blocks that keep them stuck. So I love working with entrepreneurs, helping them overcome, you know, kind of all the money BS that gets stuck in their heads. Like, you know, it's scary to build a business. What if I'm too successful? Perfectionism, procrastination, imposter syndrome, all the stuff that comes up as you're building a business. So that's what I love to help entrepreneurs work through so that they can, you know, create a business of whatever level of income they desire. Awesome. It's a that's a story of a, almost like a roller coaster. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought you were on a perfect path and then everything kind of the bottom falls out and there you are crashing down in free fall. And now you're on that upward climb again and, and doing great things. And it's funny you talk about entrepreneurs. Like I told you in pre-show, a lot of our listeners and our veterans and a lot of them like to start businesses. So I think what you bring to the table would be awesome for them to hear. So if you want to just give us some tips for those veteran entrepreneurs that are just coming out and starting, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, I think something that's really powerful for people to remember is that business building is a journey. It doesn't, there's no such thing as overnight success. You know, often when I tell people like, Oh, I went from food stamps to six figures. It was like, I mean, I was dedicated that I started planting the seed to build a business. And I was like, okay, I've got to learn everything I can about marketing. I've got to learn everything I can about my area of expertise, which was coaching and just keep going every single day and be really dedicated to my why and staying attached to that. And for me, it was, you know, I'm dedicated to helping people transform and getting paid to do what I enjoy doing in the world and trusting that if I just keep doing that every day and showing up, that at some point it'll be successful. And, you know, so I love teaching like law of attraction and manifestation type of stuff, which, you know, I'm sure a lot of veterans are like, what, what's that? I, that's, that's nonsense. A lot of people think that. And the funny thing is that we're always attracting things our way. We just are either doing it consciously or unconsciously. And if we're conscious about it, then we're like, Ooh, I want to create this. And it feels like we have a magic wand and we say, I want to create this and we create it. If we're stuck and we have a whole bunch of limiting beliefs, we're going to say we want something, but we're going to not be able to get there as fast, which can make the entrepreneurial ride feel like a crazy roller coaster where you're pushing and working hard all the time, but you're not really getting the results that you think that you are wanting to get. And so I, I often like to describe it to people. It's like you're in the car and you're pushing on the gas as hard as you can, which is like equivalent to working harder, 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 but you don't know you have the emergency brake on. And so you're like, why am I not getting anywhere? I'm working, I'm pushing as hard as I can. And so usually this has to do with unconscious blocks that you don't understand that you have. And so that's, you know, people want to start playing with what do I believe about money and what do I believe about myself and building a business and success and start picking apart some of that mindset stuff that so that you can break through to whatever level you want to break through to. Awesome. You said you were on the path to become a college professor. Mm -hmm. What was your goal? And then you took the leap. What was your uh, uh, course of study in, in the education world, the academia? Yeah, it was. So my PhD is in sociology 
And I had a focus on uh, gender and really gender and crime. And so I, for my dissertation research, I interviewed incarcerated men who had been um, on average incarcerated for 18 years and were involved in gangs. And they were in this recovery program when I got to be with them and do these life history interviews where I learned everything about their transformation story and you know all the trauma that they experienced and then how they really at the time as a sociologist, I, you know, you, you, in order to defend your dissertation, you got to stay within the sociological theory. But what I was really interested in as I was moving into this coaching world was like, why do people change and how do they change that much? And how do they move out of feeling so stuck and having so few opportunities to then all of a sudden completely transforming their lives? It was, it was amazing work that I got to do. I bet you met a lot of interesting people, interesting, yeah. really interesting stories of what happened, what caused to where they were and how they came out of it. And I'm sure yeah. life-changing and uh, mind-altering for you as well. Definitely. See them and think of one thing. And then when you get to actually talk to them, you learn a little more of the root causes or the why behind, like we talked about earlier, knowing your yeah. why, the why behind what happened to them. Yeah. You know, it was really amazing because I originally, when I started the work, you know, grad school PhD is a long journey. And when I started, I thought, I want to understand why men are so violent and which, you know, I went in and I started talking to these guys and I'm like, oh, they're violent because they've had horrible things happen to them. And, you know, it's like they, they, men are never put in a position of victimhood. Like they don't think of themselves as victims and, you know, the, you know, definitely this, the criminal system likes to demonize those men and think that they're just very violent and treats them that way. Instead of going like, Hey, what happened to you to have you become this way? And what can we do to help people rehabilitate? And so it was really amazing to then start to see men in such a different light, you know, and I know here with veterans, it's like people have a specific mindset around or a specific kind of stereotypical notion of what people are like. And we forget to just look at the human inside and go like, what's going on there? There's a lot going on inside of people's hearts and minds. And it, it really transformed the way that I interact with men and think about men. In fact, for the first really year and a half or maybe even two years of my business, I worked with almost exclusively men, which really surprised me in the beginning. Yeah. Law of attraction right there. So totally. Yeah inadvertently you were attracting them to you to give yeah them for them for you to give them help and that's that's awesome yeah be there for them yeah it was amazing they you know I think sometimes sharing your story is so powerful because it helps people open up so there were a few things that at play it was like I shared with people that I hadn't had an affair and just things that most people wouldn't share openly and so they're like oh I can share with you and then when they found out I had worked with incarcerated men and you know a lot of these guys were like had murdered several people and just had really really intense criminal records and you know yet they were able to share themselves with me because I held this non-judgmental space of wanting to understand instead of just blame them or think that they're bad or wrong. And so when guys heard that, I think it had them feeling like, oh, Amanda's not going to judge me. I can talk to her about what's going on in my reality. And then that helps people shift because often we just need to be heard. Right. And sometimes just listening is what yeah. guys really want someone to listen to them. And, and that you were that ear for them at a time, probably and most of them really needed it because you said that a lot of 18 years or plus in jail. And that's a, that's a long time. And you were that sounding board at that time. Cause up to that point, probably everyone that talked to him was either in the yeah. criminal justice system or something, talking to them and talking down to them, talking, treating them like an animal instead of a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So Very you can true. understand there's a why out there for people to actually care about them. And now in your coaching business, you teach people to find their why and try to get out of their own way. And part of getting out of your own way is not over committing yourself. How do, how can um, competing commitments really derail an entrepreneur? You know, they're really the key reason why everybody fails at anything. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so simple because what happens is that when you have a competing commitment, it's that 95% of you is run by your unconscious and nine and 5% by your conscious. Okay. So you've got 95% unconscious beliefs and only 5% conscious. So it's really easy to say you want something, but not get the result because that 95% of you is always going to win out if the belief is competing. So let's use weight loss as an example. You could go, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds, but the belief system is, I don't know how to work out. I'm not good enough. I don't want to look that way. Maybe something traumatic happened to you in your past. And you, when you were thin, you have some association somewhere inside of you that being thin is bad. Or, I mean, we could go down the list of so many things, but it's that it's to remember you have competing commitments. So anytime you say you want something and you're not getting it, you know, that somewhere in you, you have a competing belief. And so it's our job to start to pick apart. What do I believe about this and start to recognize your, your limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck. And I think uh, one of the beliefs is uh, the fear factor. A lot of people have the fear that they leave either a corporate America or like you academia if they leave that, that's their comfort zone. Yeah. On the other side. And they're going to fail because in their head, it, it's a fear factor and it's, it's a mental block in their way. How does yeah. they overcome that? Yeah. I mean, fear is an interesting thing because generally we think we fear the unknown, but what we really fear is all the ideas that we project into the unknown. <laughs> so it's like, we make up a whole bunch of stories in our mind about things to fear. And so something that people want to start doing, you know, I, the NFA money formula is three simple steps. And, and, you know, I break this down in big ways. You go recognize, reframe and repeat to reprogram. So in that recognition part, you've got to first go, what do I fear? Most people, when they fear something will pretend that they don't. And they're, because they're trying to avoid the feeling of not feeling good. And we're animals, right? We live by the pleasure pain principle. So we're always seeking pleasure and avoiding pain and fear is painful. And so we try to avoid the pain of the fear and we won't even let ourselves recognize what we're fearing. So one of the simplest strategies is just to go, what am I afraid of? And, and dig into it a little bit. Like, what am I afraid of? I'm afraid if I start a business and I, it, it, let's, let's say I'm, I'm afraid to leave my comfort zone which most people aren't that conscious of, but let's say I'm afraid to leave my job. And then they go, why am I afraid to leave my job? Well, because what if I can't make it as an entrepreneur? Why is that scary? Because if I don't make it as an entrepreneur, people will think I'm a failure. Why is that scary? And you just keep digging into it and playing with it. And you get to a place where you realize like, this is kind of silly. I'm just making up a big story in my mind about something that hasn't even happened. I tell people fear is the future expectation of awful results future expectation of awful results. So you're just making up a story in the future that is bad in your mind that hasn't happened yet. So you're basically a fictional author in your own mind. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We talked about the three keys to the, the NFA. Uh, one of our listeners, Steve, he had, I guess, watched one of your videos on your website and wanted to know about the five key elements of the NFA. Interesting. Oh, man. Let's see if I can come up with them in the, on the fly because I wrote that a while ago. Um, one key element is that you must be radically responsible. 
So NFA is all about radical responsibility because if you blame other people, you lose all of your power. So let's say most people, what they do is they blame family, they blame COVID, they blame environment, they blame their boss, they blame their partner. And it's just blame, 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 blame. And what that does is it puts all of the power in other people instead of going like, hey, I'm responsible for my results. And I, so it's choosing to be radically responsible. Um, it's, it's interesting. I'd have to go back and look at that video and say, what are the five key elements? radical responsibility, personal growth and development, always having a learning mindset, recognizing what's holding you back. So it's your job to become a master of your reality through choosing to know that what you focus on expands. So if what you're focusing on is negative, fear-based, problem-oriented, you're going to keep getting more and more of that. If you focus on solutions and you start to train your brain in the direction of I am I'm choosing to be aware and conscious of what's possible and what is solution-based, then you can have success. So uh, I, I could quickly type in my five. It, it's, I love that someone did that. That's so great. Let's see. I bet I have it in here and I can, I can get dig deeper. <laughs> That's so cool. If you're out there listening, Steve, you are awesome. And I want to make sure that I cover. <laughs> That's so fun. Let's see the NFA attitude for entrepreneur success. I'm pretty sure that's it right there. Here we go. Radical responsibility. Yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go. Do what it takes to align your energy every day. Okay. So law of attraction. The way law of attraction works is that you will always get what you're believing. It's not what you, it's not that you get what you say you want. You get what you believe and you get what you feel because you're putting out like, like imagine you're a radio signal and you're putting out into the universe a signal and it's matching with other signals to attract your way, a matched signal. So you could be what you're signaling out is how you feel. So let's say you wake up in the morning and you feel crappy and you feel afraid. You're attracting more things to you to be afraid of because you're always going to get what you're energetically aligned with. So your first job in the morning is to get aligned energetically. What this looks like is personal growth and development, exercise, journaling, meditation, things that get you feeling good. You know, I'd imagine for a lot of vets, it would, I, I don't know if this is true, but I would imagine it's like physical activity, right? It's like doing something physical is really powerful to align your energy. It lets go of things that are in, stuck in your body move it through. Uh, number three, decide, commit, and take daily strategic action. This is an alignment always with radical responsibility. And number one, so just, I, I love this mantra, like NFA, be NFA today, decide, commit, and take daily strategic action. And then your success is inevitable, right? Like once you make a decision about something, you are going to cut off everything that's misaligned with that because what decide means literally is to cut off. So you're cutting off any option for anything else. Commitment similarly signals to the universe. I'm serious. I'm committed. I'm taking action. And then you get into this flow of attracting things your way on a daily basis because you're taking small, simple steps. And this is where people, especially entrepreneurs get stuck is that they think that they need to know all the answers from A to Z. And so they think they've got to make these huge leaps and bounds every day. And really it's just, okay, do I know what to do today? Do I know the next little step to do today? So if you're starting a business, you can go, okay, I've got to talk to two people today about what I'm doing. That's one small step you can take. You don't need to know how to build the seven figure business from today or the six figure business from today. You just take the step in the next direction. How do I get my next client? How do I sell my next product? One small step. And then you build your business from your zone of genius. So this is number four zone of genius. 
super fun. Um, do you, have you heard the term zone of genius before? Okay. So this is where you're living your inspired path and you're doing what you love to do. So you'll know when you're in your zone of genius, when you're waking up in the morning and you're like, I love doing this so much. It's the only thing I would ever do for money. Right. You're just like, this is so fun. I feel inspired. You're less afraid. You're more clear. You're more confident. And so you want to be building your business from that place. So I like to tell entrepreneurs, you wake up in the morning and you go, does this bring me joy? And if it doesn't, you want to drop, automate, or delegate. So you either want to drop the activity because it's kind of nonsense and it's not something you really need to be doing. You want to automate it through a system of some sort, or you want to delegate it to someone else so that you're not doing things that you don't love doing. Because when you're in your zone of genius, you're the most attract, you're like an attractor magnet for money because you're at a really high frequency and you get to like, it, it, you know, and you can think of frequency as like energy. Like if you run into this grocery, into someone at the grocery store and they're in a really bad mood, you can instantly know their energy is bad right at that moment. Right. You're like, Oh, that their, their vibe is low that, you know, we hear people say that if you run into someone at the grocery store and they're smiling and they're happy and you're like, Ooh, they've got a good vibe. I like being around them. So that's an easy way to know if you're vibrating at a high level or a lower level. So it's a really simple test. And then number five, you relax and you celebrate all your wins along the journey. What this does is trains your brain to focus on the wins and focus on your successes instead of focusing on the deficit and things that you haven't created yet. Most people like to focus on like, instead of going, oh my gosh, I accomplished so much today or this week, they focus on what they haven't done yet and how they aren't getting there fast enough. And so we want to train our brain to focus on, Ooh, I took steps in the direction. This is awesome. I can do it. There's evidence that I am doing it. And this trains your brain to focus in the positive direction. So there you go, Steve, there's your answer. (laughs) Happy with the answer is a very thorough answer. (laughs) So you looked it up. That was good. I like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it. I do. I, re- I produce probably 10 videos a week <laughs> and I'm always teaching. So it's like, and I'm, I've been on 150 podcasts. So I'm always like, Ooh, what did I say in that moment? I'm not certain at the moment what I said, but I, you know, I know that it's all along the same vein. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, like you're, along the lines, what you just said about the taking the wins during the day, we'd like to say stacking victories during the day. Yeah. So wake up in the morning. That's a victory right away. You're already, you woke up. Yeah. Pants on, you get dressed. That's a, that's a victory. Make your bed. It's a victory. So stack those victories during the day. By the end of the day, you have a whole list of things you, you've done right. And you, you yeah. when you make it back to the bed at night, that's a, all victory. So that's something we are part of our mantra here at the Misfit Nation as well. That's awesome. That That's exactly it. Right. Yeah. And what happens when you stack the victories at the end of the day, you go to bed feeling good instead of feeling like I'm not enough. Or it's life is sucks or whatever the negative feelings could be, right? Instead of be like, oh, I did this and I did this. And it could be like a small thing, like, oh, I drank 16 ounces of water today to be healthy in my body, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that's, yeah. that's a great thing to do, I think. And it, it builds that positive mindset where you don't worry about the negatives or the things you didn't get accomplished. You worry about the things you did accomplish and you shine that light towards the, the next day and keep pushing and pushing until all things are positive for you. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You got the NFA attitude. See, I should have put it on my back. <laughs> so yes. another listener, Charles, he's a business professor. He's, you he want to know how you came up with the name NFA uh, <laughs> up and around money. Nice. 
That's a fun one. Yeah. You know, so when I was in high school, my, I was a swimmer and in volleyball and I decided to swim year round. And so I was like, crap, I want to do volleyball still. So I joined this volleyball league, but the rule was you had to have one adult because it was an adult volleyball league. So I was like, dad, you be the adult and I'll get all my friends together and we will win the tournament for sure. Cause we're like, you know, rock star kids playing against adults. And of course we won. And I named our team, team NFA. And, you know, none of the adults knew what that meant. They kept guessing names. And, and so all of my athletic teams after that, I would name us team NFA. And then one day I was coaching this client and he was like, man, you're really like my tough love dad, but you're also really soft and sensitive. And it really works for me. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not fucking around about your results. I really care about you. And it like stuck in my mind. And so I named my packages NFA transformation. And then I put this on my um, Instagram bio and this woman reached out who had a big podcast and she's like, I want to interview on my, you on my podcast. That name is incredible. I was like, okay. So, you know, and your story of going from food stamps to six figures. And I was like, awesome. And so I got on her podcast and then on the podcast, she was like a branding type of expert. And she said, you need to, you know, you need to, that's a bold name. You need to use it in your company. What if you named your company that? And I was like, no way. You know, I went to bed that night. I didn't sleep the whole night thinking like, am I really going to change my company name to a name that has the F word in it? Like, that's pretty bold. (laughs) I couldn't sleep. I woke up in the morning. I'm like, I'm doing it. So I deviated that day. And since then it's been NFA. Yeah. That's how I got a long, that's how I magnetized towards when I seen that that headline. So I got to have her on here. No fucking around. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It really calls out the right people for me. You know, it's like, I want people in my circle to be NFA, like NFA joy, NFA love, NFA money, like be NFA about your life and you will feel good. Definitely. And I know one of your mantras is for the business person to be happy about what they're doing to make that money. Yeah. Get that, get them to grasp that, I guess, to say, be happy and make the money. Don't work in your business, work on your business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my favorite mantra is work less, make more, have fun. So it's like, and what does that really mean? Exactly what you're saying. You work. So every year in my business, I work less hours. I make more money and I have more fun. And that having fun part is that I've learned strategies and I've learned what it means to like be enjoying your business instead of feeling like you're building a prison out of your business, which is surprising that when we build a business ourselves as entrepreneurs, we'll build prisons often. It's like, it just is a recreation of a job and sometimes worse for people because they're not even have the secure paycheck. You know, and so I go like, let's build businesses where we have fun doing what we love and attracting more and more money our way. And it gets to grow over time because joy is such a magnetic energy. And so it takes, you know, it takes a little time to learn that because it can be scary to jump into entrepreneurship and it triggers all of those inner critic fears that can come up and cause you to make the job a lot harder. Make life more of a job instead of. Totally. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, earlier you uh, mentioned COVID as an excuse a lot of people have used over the last couple of years. Around here, a lot of people started using uh, COVID as to make mobile food, the food truck business. It boomed here during COVID. Yeah. As COVID started clearing up, a lot of those food trucks were so successful, they're now making brick and mortar buildings. Wow. And having the food truck just as catering. So That's they, cool. they found the joy of serving people food, food they love to cook. And now they have a bigger space and I can see their joy when you walk into restaurants, they're proud of what they do. And I think that's, it goes right to your point of working in your business and then to find a step away to work on it. Yeah. 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 Not excuse anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, you know, I like to think often about, you know, we only get to live this one life in this body, you know, it's like, why not make the best out of it that you can possibly make and just decide every morning when you get up, you know, however you're feeling, you get to choose in that moment. How do I choose to feel this moment, this moment, this moment, this moment. And I know a lot of people wake up feeling stuck and scared and upset and fearful. And there's a, you know, like we have a lot of hard stuff in our histories. And so it's like every day gets to be a choice. And that's that radical responsibility part where you, you know, I used to feel super victim-minded and stuck and scared. And I've had, you know, like periods of my life where I was suicidal and just all kinds of depression and challenges. And, and since I shifted my mindset and started learning the things I learned in my business, I've never had those things come up anymore because I realized like, oh, I create my reality and I can choose at any moment to just the way that I feel. So that energy piece is so powerful and it doesn't just happen to you. It's not like you wake up in the morning, people who are really successful and, you know, quote unquote happy, like let's say fulfilled. I like to use the word fulfilled better. People who feel fulfilled when they wake up have trained themselves to be that way. It it very rarely just drops in your lap. It's something that we generate from within. And so it's a practice and a habit. That's all it is. And like you said, you you can walk down the street and see someone smiling all the time. It doesn't mean they're really happy. They just smiling on the outside and up inside because we don't know what we don't know about them. We just don't. Right. Right. And we want, we want like here, all of us here, we want to be creating smiles on the inside and the outside. Right. Right. (laughs) It's like glowing from within and feeling good from within. And, and I, you know, I want everyone here to know they can have that. And I know what it feels like not to have that. I've definitely been there before. And it's like the, the difference is that I made a choice, decide, commit, take action to feel good. And I just started taking little steps every day. And my life completely transformed. You know, I went from like, you know, affair and broken relationships to like happily married, own a lovely house, have a business I enjoy, making more money every year. And that this has only been four years ago. You know, like it, it's it's possible for anybody listening. Just have that motivation, drive, and purpose, and that's what you have right there, and that's outstanding. Yeah, that's a great thing. <laughs> so. Amanda, how does someone get in contact with you to maybe either hire you as a coach or have you come on their show or, or just yeah. you about no fucking around? Yeah, all things NFA money. So, you know, if they type into Google NFA money, they'll see all kinds of awesomeness. But specifically, I release a ton of videos on YouTube. So NFA money there. And then if they want a three-step NFA money formula, go to nfamoneyformula.com. That's a really fun way. I'm actually in the, it's in the works right now. Like I'm having fun revamping it to make it, I always am interested in simplifying, simplifying, simplifying. So I put stuff out there and then I see how it goes and I get questions from people. I'm like, oh, I need to simplify it, simplify it. So, you know, it's a really simple three-step formula specifically designed for entrepreneurs to help them break through their beliefs. It would be useful for anybody as a reframe strategy to go from, I don't feel good to, I feel good. And so um, nfamoneyformula.com is where to find that. Awesome. And Steve and Charles are going to hopefully get on there and ask you yes. questions directly to you. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. And thank them directly. So that'd be awesome. Yeah. Amanda, thanks for taking some of your time tonight to hang out with us here on the Misfit Nation, share your tips, tricks, and uh, your story with the Misfit Nation. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. No problem. City so in style. All you see for miles are people spilling in and out of cars. 
Man, all of these bars are making a killing Everywhere I go Looks like a place to be I see people that I know But I feel like there's no one here but me Downtown's dead without you Girls walk by and friends say hi And Friday night it might as well be just another Everything's a blur I don't hear the words My lips are moving Tried to get involved But I've about had enough People wall to the wall And I'm just holding it up Cause downtown's dead without you Girls walk by and friends say hi But Friday night it might as well be just enough Lights. What am I doing with my life? Okay, I quit. I've had enough of this. These people are losing their minds. Can't get you out of my head. I'm calling it a night. I'm crawling back to your bed. Downtown's dead without you. Girls walk by. Say hi, but Friday night it might as well be just enough Tuesday night without you As long as you're still in my head There ain't no way that I can paint a ghost town You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are... <laughs>
Fit, 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 fit Nation.